0: So, this is Becky. And this is Corey. And welcome to our first episode. Yeah, we're going to talk about the secret of Shadow Ranch.
1: Well, aren't you a regular Nancy Drew?
0: We sure hope so. And we hope you are too. Join us as we talk Nancy Drew cover to cover and click to click. Welcome to Regular Nancy Drew. Before we get started, I just want to
1: say that we are going to be discussing both the Secret of Shadow Ranch books today, as well as the game by Her Interactive. So if you haven't read the books or played the game and you don't want spoilers, just be aware that lots of plot points are going to be discussed here in just a second.
0: So first impressions, Corey, if, if you could describe Secret of Shadow Ranch using three words or less, how would you describe it? That's a good question. I don't know what words would you use to describe it. Ranching, rock slides, racism. Racism. Yes. It's it's an exciting one. There's lots of action. It is. There is lots of action in this one. It was it was surprising. I was I was shocked at Nancy's resiliency. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. I'm sure we'll talk about it. But the amount of times that she gets injured and gets up and just says, oh, I'm just a little bruised. I'm fine. I'm just a little bruised. I'm like a house fell down on top of you, Nancy. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got bucks from a horse. <laughs> yeah. You were unconscious
1: for 10 minutes. You should be in the hospital.
0: For real. So Nancy, I guess, is superhero status or was walking around seriously injured Mm -hmm. all the time and just not, not saying anything about it.
1: There was no actual phantom. It was just a product of her concussion that (laughs) she sustained the entire story.
0: The secret of the concussion horse. (laughs)
1: Uh, Do we want to start with a a quick summary or we can talk about the publishing information?
0: Yeah, let's do, yeah. Let's talk about the publishing information. So so we're gonna talk about a couple different versions today. Yeah. So apparently this was originally published in nineteen thirty one, right? And ghostwritten by Mildred Wirt Benson. Right. Yes. That's that's her, that's the correct name. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you you actually bought that that version.
1: I did. I read both of them. The both the thirty one and the is it fifty nine or sixty that the second version was written? Sixty five. It was revised Sixty five.
0: Sixty five, yes. I like just did a quick glance at Wikipedia to get the publication information and glanced at the plot summary for the earlier version. And just from glancing at that, it looked completely different than what, what I had just read. Yeah, I went into
1: it assuming that it was basically the same book. Maybe a few things have been taken out or a few small things have been changed. But it's a completely different story. None of the same characters are in it. People have different names than what they have in the newer version. Totally different plot. They even have different titles. The original was secret at Shadow Ranch, not secret of Shadow Ranch.
0: Wild. That is wild. Okay, so let's... Can we talk about the reason for that, maybe? Why sure. do you, Why did they decide to revise, Corey? Well,
1: everything i've read online says that the original 35 books in the series were rewritten in the 60s to remove some racist terms and attitudes to be honest the newer one was way more racist than the old one interesting there were some maybe some outdated terms that mean something different now that i, I don't think it meant that back then but now we would think of that as like don't say that that's not that's not a good word to use in this situation but right Other than a few things like that, it didn't, nothing jumped out at me as obviously being racist.
0: Probably because
1: there was only white characters written into this story, but.
0: Mm. So do you think that they, so that there were no, uh, there were no indigenous peoples in in the first version?
1: It's not referenced, there's no, uh, there's no cliff dwellings, nothing like that.
0: Wow. Fascinating, but it takes place in Arizona still, though, right? It's still Shadow Ranch, but that's pretty much the only similarity. So strange! What a strange choice.
1: There was one scene where Nancy's carrying a gun. I absolutely am in favor of removing that because we don't need to be talking to children about going out and shooting wild animals. But
0: we'll have to like really do a deep dive into that in a later episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting that you think that the rewrite is. Is more racist, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so I guess that's that's a good spot to kind of jump in just to say this book is problematic in a lot of ways. Yes, <laughs> for its characterization of indigenous people and a lot of the terms that they use are not ones that we would use today. Right, but all that being said, we are two uh, white ladies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so you should definitely not just be listening to us talk about this and should make sure to educate yourself right. uh, on those topics because we certainly don't know enough about it either. Right. Yeah.
1: I don't <laughs> want to center our voices in this conversation, but right.
0: you know we have the opportunity to talk about
1: it, so we should should address it at least. Right.
0: We, yeah, for sure, for sure are going to talk about it. So yeah. Do you want to talk about the cover?
1: Yeah. About the covers. Yeah covers we'll start with the newer edition
0: yeah the one which that we I
1: both have looks like we both have the same version here
0: so oh so i learned this too that this the version that i have is the 1965 one the cover art is done by somebody named rue nappy i believe if that's how you pronounce it but this is apparently the third iteration of this cover obviously there was the one for the 1931 version but then there was an earlier cover that didn't include this phantom horse so this is definitely the most recent the most recent cover nancy's riding a black horse that is rearing back she's got a sick lime green shirt on Mm -hmm. her hair is (laughs) rocking um in a cute little 1960s kind of uh flip out on the bottom
1: she's very fashionable
0: she is incredibly fashionable and there is a beautiful, my favorite part of the cover is the storm illustration in the back. I think that is, is beautiful. Really, that is really cool looking. Nancy is blonde on the first cover. Oh, okay. Yes. Interesting. So this is one of the first, the very first things that I wrote down when I was taking notes on this book is uh, Nancy's Titian hair color. <laughs> because what color is Nancy Drew's hair? And actually I thought that, She was Titian haired before she was blonde haired. I thought so too. I thought she was always more redheaded, but
1: this says she was originally, she had a blonde bob originally.
0: That's fascinating. That's fascinating to me. I remember when I was little um, and I read this for the first time, I had no idea what Titian meant. um, Obviously, (laughs) I thought it said Titan
1: for a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah. me too. Me too. So, for those of you who may not be aware, Titian is a He's a painter. He's a very famous painter. He used to paint a lot of redheaded ladies. So Titian hair uh, is what that is. And apparently, I read this too when I was doing a Wikipedia dive, that Titian was popular at this time because women used to dye their hair this color using henna. Oh, wow. So, the more you know. That is really <laughs> cool. I'd, I had no idea. Yeah. And a quick plot summary? Yeah. We
1: open at the Phoenix airport. Nancy is meeting Bess and George because they are all going to go stay at Bess and George's aunt and uncle's ranch.
0: And they they meet a creepy man at the airport. Well, not exactly meet him. He's just there. And he rifles through Nancy's bag. Uh, And they're like, what's that about? But then they take the drive to Shadow Ranch. They break down halfway because Shorty uh, did not fill their canteen with water. Mm -hmm. Dave Gregory comes to rescue them. Mm-hmm. He's a little prickly at first. He is. He's surly and cross. Mm-hmm. Upset that he has to come get these tender feet from the desert. But they make it there okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they they get to the ranch
1: and they meet the Raleigh's. They meet the cowboys on the ranch who Dave Gregory, obviously, and then we have Shorty Steele. Which I was surprised to learn that that was his last name. I thought of uh-huh. him as Shorty Thurman, but Mrs. Mm-hmm. Thurman is the cook on the ranch. Uh, we also have Tex. I think there's a few other cowboys as well, but they're not as they're not referenced as much,
0: right? Yes, they're not as as uh, prominent.
1: And we also have one other girl staying at the ranch who they made it sound like she's what 14, 15 years old, a little bit younger than Nancy and her friends. Her name is Alice. Uh, is she?
0: related to them i think she's related to best and george i think she's related to the raleigh's too okay okay she has a very interesting story and um i am really surprised well sorry i'll stay i'll we'll try to stick to the summary but i'm just really surprised that we don't have more to do with that in the story <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> it did it did feel a little i don't know it felt a little shoehorned in to me her mystery and everything going on with her because I mean, I just knew the Dirk Valentine and Francis story from from the game, right? Uh, but it, it just felt strange to me and out of place. But reading the first one, that's like the only plotline that they kept from the original story, so it makes a lot more sense to me now gotcha. of how it all fits into everything. But I don't know if you got the same impression that it just seemed like a, a big coincidence that the mysteries were related.
0: So yes, so short short answer, <laughs> yes finish the plot summary and then I'll tell you. Oh, okay. Sorry. About. I'm jumping way ahead. No, 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 It's good. We can kind of, uh, we'll, we'll quickly summarize that. Um, a phantom horse keeps showing up. Mysterious accidents keep happening. Nancy finds a ghost town. There's a cabin on the mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's dangerous stuff happening. There's a rock slide at one point. A house oh, falls down on top of Nancy. Nancy's mm-hmm. bucked off her horse. Um, Bess gets her
1: horse stuck in the the stream during this, like, flash flood. Nancy has to go rescue her. That was very, very stressful.
0: Very tense. A dog gets kidnapped and injured. Okay? Mm. Like, the worst part of the book. I know. Okay, but also they named the dog a, a terrible name. So I'll just say that they named the dog Apache Chief, which is a terrible name for a dog because that is incredibly racist and, you know, total co-opt of a very important important title. That was that was great, but um, I say that tongue-in-cheek. But honestly, it was incredibly traumatic for me that the dog was just missing and they couldn't find the dog. That was the worst part of the book for me.
1: Yes, and then they just gave up at one point. They're like, what the was that about? Fine. We'll come back and check tomorrow. He's been gone for yeah. days. He might not have it tomorrow. Go get him. You can
0: hear him. He's clearly right close
1: enough for you to go save him, but he ends up being okay.
0: That was... That was stressful. Um, and then there's a. <laughs> I'm, I'm skipping much closer to the end, but there is a barbecue and uh, square dance that they go to. Yes, that Nancy almost gets kidnapped. Oh, and, yeah, as. rodeo. Sorry, rodeo barbecue and square dance um, mm-hmm. that they attend with their dates. All <laughs> the cowboys um, and cowboys. <laughs> Nancy basically gets an epiphany at this square dance that she knows where the treasure is. She understands the clues that Dirk Valentine left for Francis, and it's going to set a trap for the robbers and go get the treasure on her own with Bess and George and Alice, for some reason, accompanying them. This small child tagging along.
1: (laughs) Oh, we should talk about uh, Dirk and Francis a little bit and how they play into the story. So Shadow Ranch was previously owned by, I think he was the sheriff in the story, too. He had a daughter, that Francis, who fell in love with the outlaw, Dirk Valentine. So dad has Dirk killed. Francis is distraught. I think she leaves Shadow Ranch permanently. Dirk leaves his treasure behind for Francis to find through the series of clues. And his horse is now the one, quote unquote, haunting Shadow Ranch. Um, and Nancy's got to solve that mystery before she can solve the current mystery going on
0: yes so honestly though is it a series of clues or is it one clue like
1: (laughs) i think it is just one clue i'm too influenced by the game where it is an actual series of clues that we have to go through Uh,
0: that's that's like the clue in the locket or watch i can't remember what it is it's a watch in the game i know but it might be a locket in the book and it on the back of the picture it says look in the green bottle under and you know we find the green bottle that's how we find out what's going on with Right, that Dave <laughs> is actually secretly related to Frances Humber because she got married eventually and had kids. And the treasure is actually legally his because it was left to her in Dirk Valentine's will. So he being their descendant is entitled to the treasure.
1: That's why he wasn't so welcoming at the beginning because he didn't want Nancy mm-hmm. poking around and finding out his secret. But then he's all nice, and he asks Nancy Honestly, to the, the rodeo. the cowboy romance
0: in this book is next level. It is. It's. It's really just too cute. So Nancy, so Nancy figures out where the treasure is. She goes to the cliff dwellings, finds the treasure, but surprise, surprise, the bank robbers. Which oh, we didn't really talk about the bank robbers. There are bank robbers in the area not really it's not really important why they're there they're just hiding out there <laughs> just heard about the treasure by chance and decided to go after it that's really that's literally it. and they're squatting in Ver- dark
1: valentine's old cabin
0: so they follow nancy and friends there and nancy through some quick thinking and sharp wits is able to keep the treasure safe until they could be rescued meh, 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 by Dave. <laughs> and then Dave gets the treasure
1: and that's, that's really it. That's. Oh, well, and Alice's story, we didn't explain her part of the
0: mystery. So basically she's there at the ranch because her dad worked at a bank, right? So this is kind of where the bank robbers come in. Her dad worked at a bank, the bank was robbed and her dad mysteriously goes missing. And everybody thinks that her dad is involved in the bank rob robbery and that's why he's you know he's obviously fled um because he was involved in that but she doesn't believe it because he's her dad and she doesn't think that her dad would do that and somehow i guess this 14 year old girl gets word up in chicago that her dad's hiding out in this area or is down in this area she asks nancy to help her because nancy's a detective nancy of course agrees and they keep finding her dad's pastel pictures for sale everywhere it seems and then, so they eventually think that he's being held at this cabin, right? Where all the, the robbers are. They can't find him there. It's just also where the dog was. Right. There's evidence of him in the ghost town. And then eventually they find him when they go into the cliff dwellings. They find him tied up there. And he's like, oh, thank you for saving me. I- <laughs> and, um, okay, what the, the biggest plot hole for me, and I wrote this down, is just that, like, how is it that this dude was being held captive by these bank robbers for six months? Mm-hmm. Six months, Corey, this guy was being held captive. Why? For what purpose? Why did they not kill him or like drop him off in the middle of nowhere? They were having to right? feed, secure, like, like this, this dude in the middle of nowhere, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And he he says i i gotta i gotta listen. The only mention that they have of this is so the bank president said he had not been hurt but had been underfed and was weak i once heard bryce say there was time enough to get rid of me when they left shadow mountain that's all he says about it all he mm-hmm. said i think they were gonna get rid of me after they left shadow mountain why goodness <laughs> Why wait that? It
1: seems so strange that kidnapping bank robbers from Chicago Chicago. would then decide to take their their kidnappee to his brother in law's ranch where his daughter is, and then go treasure hunting there.
0: Yeah so the I mean the the Francis and Dirk Valentine mystery is obviously way more interesting, yes <laughs> because it you know it involves some history, there's some narratives there about you know true love and all that, but the the Alice and her dad thing seemed incredibly out of place and did not make much sense to me. However, I did think that her kind of plea to Nancy was incredibly compelling and like her mm. asking Nancy for help and I just didn't understand why Nancy didn't focus more on it seems to yeah. me like you have you have this like old mystery and there's like the supposed treasure it seems kind of far fetched honestly and then you mm. have this 14 year old girl basically begging you for help to find her missing dad who's currently missing <laughs> and Nancy's like oh of course Alice of course we'll look for him and I'll get to it later literally just like is like, oh, Alice, I'm sorry, we don't have time to go to the cabin today. Like, <laughs> And then they just <laughs> happen to figure it out in
1: the course of solving this other mystery. Oh, right. oh everything's fine.
0: Right. That seemed...
1: <laughs> Things do seem to fall into Nancy's lap pretty easily. Yeah. It seems, but... Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. yes. So that, that I thought was just, just ridiculous <laughs> and kind of annoying on Nancy's part. I was like, Nancy, help this poor girl who's <laughs> clearly so upset about this, Um, but she's more interested in Dirk Valentine's treasure, which I think is, you know, I mean, like, obviously, I'm more interested in Dirk Valentine's treasure. Right. (laughs) But it just seems like Nancy being the the compassionate woman that she is, should have maybe prioritized (laughs) a little bit differently, in my opinion. Yes. Yes. I
1: was a little a little disappointed in the the first version. I would definitely say I like the plot line of the the newer version a lot better.
0: Ooh, Corey's throwing shade at Mildred Ward Benson.
1: I do like the way Nancy's portrayed in the original version. I feel like she's a little bit more independent. She's less likely to defer to some of the men on the ranch before she does things. She just does them because she can. That's the impression that I got, that she's a little bit stronger of a character than in the rewrite where she's a little bit more demure and polite to everyone mm. so mm. but yeah it's a it's a little the plot lines it doesn't make as much sense as as the newer one we we don't even find out that there is a mystery until like chapter nine we don't arrive at shadow ranch until chapter four like so it's what just is it's she a-
0: doing at the beginning
1: they are in River Heights and Bess and George are like, come with us for the summer. And then they take this really long train journey to get there and they meet who ends up being Alice's father on the train, but as somebody else. Hmm. And so it's you know all about their meeting with him and what he was like, and then they finally show up to the town. Then it's just a lot of trips up into the mountains and a lot of mishaps. Like they'll go up into the mountains, and the the flash flood where Bess's horse gets stuck that happens. And then the next day they're like, okay, let's go up into the mountains again. And then they almost get attacked by this lynx, and Nancy has to shoot it. You think they'd like annoyed and be like, never mind, let's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alice is only supposed to be, like, a year younger than them, Hmm. Um, and she doesn't ask for Nancy's help at all. Like, she's visibly upset, but her father disappeared some eight, ten years ago, so it's not really at the forefront of her mind, like, let's go find him. She's just kind of sad and worse off for not having him in her life anymore, and it's kind of visible to Nancy, and Nancy's like, maybe I'll look into this a little bit if I have time. And it ends up coincidentally being wrapped up in the other mystery that she ends up solving. Right. So... Which, in that mystery, Nancy becomes suspicious of a woman named Martha Frank living up in a cabin on Shadow Mountain because she's been neglecting and abusing this little girl named Lucy. With Carson's help, Nancy's able to learn that Martha's brother actually used to work for Lucy's parents, and when they fired him, he kidnapped her for revenge. He was actually caught in the act of this kidnapping by Alice's father, who he knocked out, and it caused him to forget who he was, which explains his disappearance and Alice's side of the story.
0: Wow. Okay. So can we can we get into like pet peeves? <laughs> Absolutely. What is the deal with them always having to describe Bess as slightly plump? And like every time they talk about Bess, they try to start describing Bess. They're like, oh, and you know, in the beginning, they're like, oh, Bess, her slightly plump, plump but pretty friend. It's like, okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> First of all, you already called her slightly plump. Why are you having to call her that again? Secondly. You're always couching that. It's okay. She's still pretty, though. Yeah. Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> and as Those things are mutually exclusive. You can either be right. pretty or you can be plump. Right. Okay. But also, like, when you look at the illustrations, I know this is, this is, like, secondhand. She's, she's literally the exact same size as Nancy. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, like, like this big around. Tiny. so sm- So, so small. What? What the hell? It's ridiculous. I will say there was a lot more
1: of that in the the older version. Every time Bess even thought about food, they were like,
0: "Oh, is yes! Bess hungry? Yes! Oh, Bess is allowed to eat. Like when she t- when they're at the barbecue and stuff. They t- and it, all they're always talking about what Bess is eating at, at the airport, and it's like, what what is this about? She's allowed to be hungry. She's allowed to eat, just yeah. like everyone else is. And you don't got to make fun of her for it. George and Nancy. So that, that, so there's that. It bugs me. Mm-hmm. What about you?
1: Oh, gosh.
0: I don't know. That's okay, because I've got another one, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, then. So there is so much effort put towards making them seem attractive. Um, So much writing about Nancy's, you know, perfect hair and her her beautiful blue eyes and uh their outfits so much description about their outfits I'm like listen listen y'all I know <laughs> I know this was written in the 1960s and you know this is definitely framed towards uh young girls so this is why I get I get it I know that it's why and certainly there's nothing wrong with being interested in what people are wearing but <laughs> The amount of times they have to say, "We went to go change," and Nancy put on, um, you know, a matching yellow sweater set and and her pearls, and it's like, and I, I just, it was just a lot for me. How about their outfits
1: for? Was it for the barbecue when they oh, put yes, on? Yes, it was.
0: Yeah, frocks. What do they call them? Well, it is a particularly um, derogatory name for. Uh, Native people, so I will not repeat it. <laughs> so, so that yeah, that was put on these
1: ceremonial dresses to go to a barbecue, right. and
0: yeah, they are. I think now they're called uh, fiesta dresses, um, or uh, there's there's another name for them as well. So, if you're curious about what the, that is in the history of that, you can definitely look that up. Apparently, it was a massive thing in the 1950s and 60s. These type of dresses were incredibly popular among Yep, yeah, there's the picture of it. Uh, incredibly popular among, you know, kind of middle-class uh, ladies at the time, which was an mm-hmm. entire, of course, appropriation of Native culture, so.
1: Just egregious, absolutely. calling them costumes.
0: And, and you know, put it in a full two-page spread illustration of, of what they looked like when they were square dancing in them. Yes. So there's a lot of emphasis on that. And I do, so I, I was talking about this with lance my husband yesterday Mm -hmm. because i was just so struck by it but so there's definitely a lot of you know a lot of description of their outfits talking about you know how pretty they are making a lot of emphasis on their appearance and while that is a limited look at you know women and can be incredibly annoying to read i i do think that it's part of the charm of Nancy Drew because, you know, we do get a lot of the, oh, initial initial discounting of Nancy. Oh, you can't investigate this mystery. You know, you're a woman. Like, you, you know, yeah. we, we get that sexism really right up front. Um, and then we move past it incredibly quickly. People learn mm. to trust Nancy so, so fast. And, you know, kind of count her as an authority and think of her as capable incredibly quickly. So while we have those kind of stereotypically feminine portrayals of girls, we also get at the same time, you know, an incredibly capable detective. And so I just think that it's a it's a nice representation because I I, I mean, you know, I'm not claiming to be an expert of literature at the time, but instead of having a tomboy who can solve mysteries, right? And of course they can solve mysteries because they're like a, like a man. Mm -hmm. We get a feminine Nancy Drew who does care about clothes, does, you know, talk about food and, you know, cooking and. She makes
1: a cake for everyone. Right. About
0: the domestic world. She can also be a great detective. Yes. And that's what that's what I love about Nancy Street.
1: I think that is a large part of her appeal, that she was, for a lot of people, the very first depiction of a strong female character who could also do men's jobs.
0: Who was also feminine. Yes. Yeah. That was definitely, when I read her as a child, that was definitely my connection with Nancy, because, you know, I do, you know, identify very... Uh, as, a, as a woman, and it's very, uh, very feminine. One. Oh, I mean, I don't know, very, but, but you know, feminine to an extent. Yeah. And that, you know, it could be a strength for for someone instead of a instead of a weakness was really positive for me. It's <laughs> nice to see
1: that portrayal. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Also, Nancy knits. She knits. Yeah. Nancy can do it all. She can do it all. She can. Also, I was confused because at the beginning of the book, she's knitting for Carson. And at mm-hmm. the end of the book, they say that she's making a sweater for Ned. Do they? hmm And I don't know if that was just a mistake or what the deal is. But at the very beginning at the airport, she's definitely making a sweater for Carson. And then at the end, they're like, oh, Nancy, what are you going to do now that you've solved the mystery? And she says, um, work on the sweater I'm knitting for Ned. It says dad in my copy. Whoa. Yeah. It
1: says, oh. work on the sweater I'm knitting for dad. And then George goes, I hope your dad
0: doesn't need that sweater very soon. Wow. Mine says Ned. Her friend smiled. Work <gasps> on the sweater I'm knitting for Ned. How interesting. But it, it says dad at the beginning. It says dad at the beginning and then at the end. Let me see if mine was published. The copy of my book was printed in... Sixty-five, yeah so this is the original 1965 printing i think oh wow this one says it was 1996 printing so, so. i wonder if this is a mistake and they had to correct it later I, I can't
1: remember is this the very first introduction of bess and george and ned because i know that none of them are in secret of the old clock the very first book and i want to say they're not in the second or the third one either but i don't know for sure i don't
0: think they're in the second one because I know Nancy has other friends too mm-hmm. and I think that one focuses on I want to say like Helen. Yes. See this is a drawback to us not reading them in order is that we can't really <laughs> talk I about can can't really talk about continuity. But it's it's still more important to us I think to read the the books that we want to read and we just love Shadow Ranch so much. Such a nostalgic book. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me want to
1: go spend the summer on a ranch and just, you know, be outside. I don't know what Nancy does when she's not solving mysteries. She's not in school. I don't think she has a job. What a
0: life. What a life. Traveling around.
1: Solving mysteries.
0: Basically just going on a lot of vacations and just happening upon mysteries whenever you get there. Yes. (laughs) Incredible. Not even have to do legwork really to find the mysteries. People just come to you with them. Granted, I don't want a house to fall down on top of me. No. (laughs) Uh, but otherwise, yeah, it seems seems great. People drive you places. Y- you get asked out on dates by handsome cowboys, even though apparently you have a boyfriend who's in Europe at the time. Mm, apparently, Nancy, that's what my copy says.
1: They don't mention that at all. He's not brought up in this book. It's got to be a mistake. It's got to be a, a It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was wondering because I was like, if that's the very first book with Ned in it, that's a very strange way to to introduce him. To just talk about his sweater and then drop him. <laughs>
0: hmm. Hmm. I wonder if it's because of the Dave Gregory thing that they did that. Maybe because she went on a date, and that would have been scandalous. So scandalous. been in a relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. the 31 edition
1: that I have that was printed in 94. The introduction is actually written by the original author, Mildred Wirt Benson. She references like why the decision was to lose Helen and introduce Bess and George instead. Wow. Whatever became of her early chums, I never knew in this were introduced to the supporting characters of plump Bess Marvin and George.
0: Oh (laughs) my God. Poor Bess. Poor Bess. So rude. Just like so so incredibly, even by the original author, getting called out like that. <laughs> Mildred, why did you hate Beth so much? Maybe because she didn't come up with her. Maybe that was a Harriet uh, invention. Maybe so. <laughs> oh, man. What an interesting little little peek into the, the process there. Okay. We should start a, a segment mm-hmm. called A Sexual Reading of Nancy Drew. <laughs> what because the amount of times i'm like that's what she said after reading a sentence in oh. the book is too high so Sorry. can i just i'll just read this quote for you really quick okay go on that's where we're headed partner by the way side note partner they they spell it with a d and I just, I know it's supposed to be like a, because that's how they say it kind of a thing, but I, I couldn't get past it. Um, <clears throat> George said with a grin, 150 miles of the hottest, thirstiest ride you ever took. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wasn't that there was one that you snapped me too.
1: Yes. Where Nancy descends into an orgy mm-hmm. of excitement or something. But I think that one must have been from the
0: 30, the 30s version was it it must have been i didn't i I was like on the lookout for orgies uh did not come across any in the 1960s version probably because we were too too close to free love and they're like no 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 it's too real it's too real we can't use the word orgy (laughs) and that's one of the words i'm like is that what it actually
1: meant back then or is that something that nowadays that's what we think of as that word surely it must have it must have meant something else but but good grief (laughs) Hopes Nancy's not descending into anything into a children's book. (laughs) She's going to get a lot more backlash than just shooting a a wild animal.
0: And I will also say, I'm sorry, my notes are in chronological order. So I'm going through as early as chapter two on page 17. Nancy Mm. pretty much knows who did it. Like Nancy knows that it's a ranch hand. Immediately, right off the bat, she is yeah. like, "Okay, so it the dog didn't bark, it has to be it has to be a ranch hand." So basically, it's just uh, you know,
1: process of elimination, right? Process
0: of elimination will narrow it down. Solved mystery, mm-hmm. solved. Fire all your ranch hands, hire all new ones, your problems will be solved. <laughs> Literally, Nancy could have told you know, Mr. Raleigh that. So yeah, mm-hmm. Nancy also has serious skills with dogs, like Nancy nix, yes. Nancy solves mysteries. Nancy can calm a scared angry dog (laughs) yeah and horses too sometimes she's able to calm those horses down what can't nancy do not much it seems like yeah so i did remember that there was another mention of ned in the book and i found it Uh, my copy is on page 111 and Bess and george are teasing nancy because dave like smiled at her as he walked past and they said george says and what'll what'll poor ned do george teased Nancy grinned. We'll oh. be we'll be home by the time he gets back from Europe. Oh, so, that is is in Europe. Ned is in Europe, and apparently he, he's in a position to where he would be jealous that another boy likes Nancy. So this
1: is scandalous. It is
0: pretty scandalous. What are you doing to Ned, Nancy?
1: Don't break his heart.
0: Literally, I didn't realize. So I should say, at, at this point in in my life, and I think yours too, Corey. <laughs> We are are most exposed to Nancy Drew through the computer games because we are true, true fans of those computer games. And so always. I never realized how much of a trope it was that Nancy ignores Ned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me and they're all like, oh, poor Ned. They're always like, oh, poor Ned, poor Ned. And even at the end when she's like, oh, I'm going to work on that sweater for Ned or whatever. It says, she did not know then that soon she would become involved in the secret of Redgate Farm. But George knew that Nancy and Mystery were never far apart. She gave a sigh of mock sadness. Poor Ned. I hope he doesn't need that sweater very soon. Aw. It's been like this since book five. Book five. I always felt like, well, Nancy treats him fine. Nancy treats him fine. And then in uh this is kind of a spoiler (laughs) alert for the i want to call it the most recent game because it's honestly the most recent good game in my opinion uh sea of darkness (laughs) the ones that we know and love when they have that relationship drama and she misses ned's anniversary and he's all upset or whatever i i mean obviously that's a, a low blow nancy Terrible thing to do, right? Terrible girlfriend move. But I always kind of felt like the criticism of Nancy, like, you know, being too wrapped up in her mysteries or whatever, was unjust because mm-hmm. she's a professional girl. You know, she's got to go out and bring home the imaginary bacon. And even though she refuses payment for any of the mysteries, she's got her stuff. She's got her, you know, her hobbies that it's perfectly fine for her to be wrapped up in that. But apparently, this sentiment has been around from the beginning and I did not realize. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think that has anything to do with women's roles in society back then where women weren't supposed to be preoccupied with a job or with anything other than be there for your man? Surely. Yeah, I'm you sure. Know, gets backlash because of the time period that she's living in.
0: Yeah. Interesting. That's something we'll have to keep an eye on throughout yes. another- <laughs> our reading. Have a Ned update segment. Ned, and Nancy, Ned and Nancy update. Yeah. Do we want to talk about all the the words that I don't understand and the colloquialisms that are in this? That it's just awful. Yes, wall? please. So first of all, you know, tenderfoot. Oh, what the heck? What is that? What does that even mean? Is it a cowboy thing right. or is it just a nineteen sixties thing? <laughs> yeah, I honestly no clue. There's that. Um, I cotton to chocolate cake. Did you get that phrase oh. in, in your version? No. I think Dave says it because, because spoiler alert, Nancy does bake a cake in this book. We talked, we mm-hmm. talked about that a little bit already, but so literally some of the exact same stuff that happens in the game happens in this book. Nancy bakes a chocolate. Well, it's chocolate. It's not vanilla. This is a chocolate cake, the right? chocolate cake. So there's, there's different no tulip on it. No tulip. But Dave says, I caught into chocolate cake. And I assume that means he likes it a lot. But what I hope so what I'm trying to find it and I, I'm not sure what
1: which part it's in I'm gonna look it up
0: maybe it's cotton too maybe that's that still doesn't make any sense okay I'm looking at tenderfoot a newcomer or novice especially okay unaccustomed to the hardships of pioneer life oh there we go pioneer life so it is a slightly western thing
1: mm-hmm
0: I will say that Nancy does in a couple spots, you know, mention the pioneers and how hard it must have been for the poor pioneers traveling across this land. And I always just cringe so hard. (laughs) Poor pioneers. Poor pioneers traveling across inhabited lands. Stealing those lands. Mm -hmm. Also, Dave says, there's a lot of these that come from Dave. So it it probably Mm. is supposed to be a A cowboy cowboy thing. Um, hired to punch cows surely this has something to do with like i don't know c- could it be fixing cows like a, what's the word neutering cows or yeah branding cows maybe but punching cows wise oh 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 no i bet it's the ear tag it's probably the ear tag oh, that's definitely mm, what that it makes is sense. <laughs> funnily enough i mean we live in texas so cattle should be something that we know a little bit about but definitely not right <laughs> Definitely not. So, yeah, so hired to punch cows. I was like, what are you doing, Dave? You want to smack them all in the face? Oh, wait. I found the cake part.
1: (laughs) She calls Nancy Cookie. Oh, yuck. I don't like that. No, that's strange. Oh, no, it's Tex. Tex says it. Tex, friend, I should do cotton to chocolate cake. Nancy makes scrumptious ones, said (laughs) Bess. What can't Nancy do? And how about that? Just you just show up at this ranch. You don't have your (laughs) recipe box with you because Nancy would have had a recipe box. She's just got this cake recipe memorized.
0: She's like, Let's get to it, guys. Let's start baking. And baking, too. Like, I mean, you know, cooking is one thing. You know, you know how to make a dish. You know how to make it. But baking, I feel like you need to know how much sugar goes in that. How much, you know. How much vanilla, or I guess chocolate in this case, but like woof. But apparently, it was delicious.
1: I'm impressed, Nancy. Good so job. she
0: bakes, she knits, she rides horses, she calms dogs, and she solves mysteries. She's truly the the Nancy
1: of all trades.
0: Nancy, a Nancy of all trades, the <laughs> paragon of you know woman detectives everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Nancy. As she should be. As she should be. Also, on page, oh, on page one hundred and thirteen, when they're in Phoenix and they like go out for lunch and they talk about what they eat, tacos are in italics.
1: Oh my gosh, I almost Snapchatted that to you too. Like tacos,
0: <laughs> I've never laughed so hard when I saw tacos in
1: italics. Best side, um, that was super. Oh, yeah. That was a weird way to react to talking about tacos.
0: Whenever something tastes good, instead of saying yum with a Y, they say um, just um with a U. And that was incredibly Um. off-putting to me. I was like, um, what? (laughs) You think you like it? You don't know? (laughs) I'm not sure. You're confused about what you're eating. But apparently, because they don't know tacos (laughs) It's it's so, such a strange food to them that it has to be in italics. Right. Okay.
1: Do you have any other notes?
0: Oh, yeah. Good. Okay. So Alice is kind of sad because all the girls have dates to the rodeo slash barbecue slash square dance. (laughs) Square dance. (laughs) And she doesn't, uh, you know, of course, because she's not going to go with an adult cowboy because that would be upsetting she's 14 she's 14 <laughs> um but you know just luckily somehow Bess plays matchmaker and finds out that tex has a little brother who's also like i guess 15 and happens to be in town happens to be in town in the rodeo and he takes alice his name's jack he meets nancy literally like that night and maybe it's because she's older. I don't know. But he already recognizes her as an authority. He, it's, it's kind of annoying because they, I mean, they're talking about protecting Alice, which I guess, you know, she's a 14 year old girl. It's somewhat warranted, but he, oh, I got I'm going to find it. Okay. So after the rodeo, the girls met their dates. They met Jack. Quickly, Nancy warned the boys about Percy and Diamond. So these are the two that tried to abduct Nancy at the rodeo. Dave looked worried and Jack spoke up. I don't know what this is all about, but no one will get Alice away from me until I turn her over to Nancy after the dance. <laughs> so this this little fifteen year old boy is like, "Yo, it's cool. I'll keep her safe, and then I'll give her to you, Nancy." Yeah,
1: <laughs> Nancy's really one in Nancy charge here. One
0: in charge, and I'm glad that even Jack recognizes that. And he literally just met her, literally like just then, like thirty seconds mm-hmm. ago. He's like, "Got it. She's in charge." yeah i'll 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 listen to, to what defer to her on all defer to her on all <laughs> matters i thought that was very charming and literally i i don't understand so there was no like moment there was no moment where nancy was like aha it must be shorty i know it's him because of this this and this but Even the thing with the thorn in the saddle. I was like, it's him. There's no way it's well, not Well, And apparently.
1: Freezes past that.
0: They were just, well, no, they didn't. They, they sh- she was like, oh, he must've been lying. And I was like, yeah, it looked like he was lying. And so they just, they just know that it's Shorty. And then yeah. get to the end. And basically at this point, it's just assumed that we know it's Shorty too. And Shorty's mm-hmm. acting all suspiciously at the rodeo. And Nancy's like, oh, I bet he went to warn his robber friends or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know who it is. You know the saboteur. You know you you solved the mystery, Nancy. And yet you're just letting this guy like hang out with y'all in the car. You call the sheriff. Literally, yeah. they called the sheriff because Nancy was abducted. I'm like, call him again because you know that it's Shorty. Make him arrest Shorty yeah. because clearly you could do that. You could direct the sheriff just at yeah, at your whim. So tell him <laughs> that it's this guy and don't let him ride back to Shadow Ranch with you. <laughs> right bizarre. but they're like no
1: we're just gonna go riding off into the mountains at dark we don't know where we're going right and we're just gonna hope he doesn't find us out there even it's though bizarre. he's probably following us and we're gonna plan for him following you
0: us have so <laughs> many opportunities to be like hey sheriff listen i'm pretty sure it's shorty thurman he's been or sorry shorty steel there you go. I, I slip. You know, he's been doing sketchy things. He forgot to fill our water bottle. You know, he's tried to sabotage my horse a couple times. Pretty sure he is cavorting with these robbers. We think it's probably a good idea if you at least talk to him. Yeah. You know, at the very least. But instead, it's like no. They just kind of basically ignore him and are just quiet whenever he's around. <laughs>
1: Yeah, talk loudly and say something wrong to throw him off the trail. I'm
0: arrested, Nancy! What are you doing?
1: <laughs> she seems hesitant to consult any sort of law enforcement until she's already about to be killed for finding out the, the truth.
0: I suppose. I mean, it is a detective story, and I suppose the detective has to have some agency uh, so I, I I get that I guess it just mm. seems, it seems extreme to me that you know the man who's been literally like almost openly threatening you at least you know that his friends are the people who've been openly threatening you. surely you, there's there's something you should be doing. About that. Maybe don't go wandering off into the desert right. by yourself. And just assume, assume that he's not gonna follow you right. okay, do we want to talk about similarities between the book and the game? Oh, yes. It's, oh, I love the game so much. It's pretty on the nose. I mean, it is. In after reading the book, I was incredibly surprised. I was like, I mean, yeah, for sure. You know, obviously they had to combine some characters, cut some plot points. But overall, it's pretty straight on as to what what the plot is in the book. And obviously they added some extra puzzles for gameplay. Right. That that all mm-hmm. makes sense. But the plot is the same. Yeah, I, I did not expect it to be as true to the book as it was. We've already mentioned Nancy bakes a cake in both. Yeah, <laughs> there is uh, Mary this time in the in the game. She gets a uh, a last name. Hey, hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's not just referred to as the Indian woman, right? Actually, girl. It's a little bit oh, more, do they
1: it's a little bit more diminutive,
0: yeah, yeah, they start
1: to say girl, yeah, even after they introduce her as a character, they don't refer to her as Mary. They just keep referring to her as the Indian girl or my Indian friend Mary. just call her Mary. That's her name. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. But yes, Mary's given a real part in this story because right. she's really only there in the book to, to own her store and give some information about Francis. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. But in the game, Mary uh, has a thing with texts. So that's that's definitely not in the book, which is unfortunate, honestly. But I guess it would have been scandalous because he took, did he take George or Be- I think George? I think he took yeah. George to the barbecue slash radio slash square. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Bess and George are actually at the ranch
1: in the book. Right. Where just phone contacts in the game. Not trapped at the airport.
0: Yeah. 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 I understand
1: the reasons for it, but it does make Nancy a little bit more lonely
0: mm-hmm. at
1: the ranch in the game. So
0: And Ed Raleigh and Bet Raleigh obviously are in it and not trapped at the hospital because Ed got bit by a rattlesnake. Right. Okay. Yeah, none of that happens in the book. It all makes sense it all makes sense yeah. why they why they chose to do those things um, and i think in some of the ways it was pretty pretty smart smart decisions as far as the reasons why like bess and george were still going to come but there was obviously some travel issues and the Raleigh's would have been in it but there was an accident because of the sabotage at the ranch which makes sense right. so it all it was done really well it, it is it's it's done really well and it holds up I think. And so this is your cue to go replay it if you haven't, because I'm definitely going to be doing that soon.
1: (laughs) I only played it about maybe two months ago and I already want to replay it again. I think that's the one I've replayed the most of, of all the games. I love it. I do
0: love it too. I love having to go get eggs. I love baking the cake. I I love the, the domesticity of it. (laughs) What I was just complaining about before, but no, I do. I love the game. And I think the, I think the puzzles in it are particularly smart because sometimes in the nature of your games, you kind of get silly puzzles that don't really fit. Yeah. The circumstances, you know, just like random Sudoku puzzle. It feels more natural here. It feels very natural in the Shadow Ranch game. Obviously, we're not here to discuss the Shadow Ranch game. We're talking about the Shadow (laughs) Ranch book, but it's a great game. (laughs) It's a great game. It is
1: I mean, we're covering Shadow Ranch anyway. I don't know if we'll do a whole episode on just the, the game, so we might as well discuss it now. Right. But.
0: Oh, it's also, so don't they also use phosphorescent paint for the horse? in? Yes. Yeah. So it's the same trick. They use the same trick for the phantom horse in both the book and the make, game, which is. Make can glow. Yeah, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of the times probably it's easy to like update something or like make it make it make more sense, but not that phosphorus and paint doesn't make sense, which is probably why they kept it, but I appreciate the consistency. (laughs) Yes. I'm glad that they
1: kept shorty as, as the bad guy as well. Yeah. I read the book long before I even knew of the game's existence, but I've played the game so much that that's now shadow ranch in my head. And I completely forgotten what had happened in the book at all. So going back and rereading it, I was like, is he going to be the bad guy? I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. They changed Dave's story a little bit as well. He his aunt was like the cousin of Francis, right? right? right. But but in the book he's just directly descended. I don't know if he's a grandchild
0: or great grandchild. Right, right, right. That's how yeah, that's how he got the letters in the game. He he read the letters between them where Francis had told his ancestor or whoever about about the existence of the treasure. Right. And that gave Nancy some
1: clues enough to to go solve the mystery. So
0: Thanks, Dave.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I th- maybe they just didn't want to explain the whole plotline of Francis did move on and get married afterward, and then yeah, have her own children. I think yeah. that they just didn't want to
0: have to address that. So, like, eh, it's his distant aunt's aunt. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's much more narratively impactful to think that she died lonely and sad because her true love, yeah, perished. So, do they talk about how old she was when when she was involved with Dirk? I can't remember. Because I want to say that she was like 16. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Dang, I wish I had made it. up no- Maybe it probably doesn't say. Right. But I think it's kind of implied that she's pretty young. But
1: you can assume. You can assume
0: that <laughs> it was probably uh, an age gap there because you have this adult male bank robber who is mm-hmm. on the run from the law. Surely he's lived some life. Um, and she's a very, you know, sheriff's daughter. Mm-hmm. So probably has not. Still is yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like to think that maybe Frances <laughs> grew up a little bit, and you know was probably very sad, you know, that Dirk died, mm-hmm. but was able to uh, move on somewhat and and grow up. And obviously, she did get married and have kids. So hopefully, she was able to <laughs> to not be sad forever and then die alone. <laughs> yeah. So. Are there any other books that are directly translated into the computer games? Because the only one that I saw, I think, and I actually don't own this one, but like title for title is Phantom of Venice. Oh, is it? Yeah.
1: Well, I know Secret of the Old Clock, obviously that's one of her interactive's games, but it's not it's not like Shadow Ranch and that it's taken just from Old Clock. I think it's from the first three books. They kind of mash all the plot lines together, so it's not as close. Right. But I, I haven't read Phantom of Venice. I think that, that it's not one of the original 56, not, is it? It's, it's a, like in, a later edition.
0: Yeah, it's in one of the, um, they, they start, oh gosh, I don't remember when, but they like extended them at a certain point. So it's part of the extended yellow hardbacks. It's like six oh Oh, it was. Like, well, but like they were, they were written later, I think mm-hmm. 60 something. So like after, after 61. I had no idea.
1: I think there is a website that lists if it was based off of a book. I think the very first Nancy Drew files is secrets can kill.
0: Oh,
1: I want to say, I haven't read any of the Nancy Drew files. So I'm not, not totally sure. I
0: love the Nancy Drew files. They're just so wonderfully eighties. Just so it's so fantastic. So that is definitely a series that we're going to have to delve into, but yeah, I look forward to it. I think you're right. That sounds right to me. Mm. So maybe we should keep that on our list to yes. read soon. I'd love to see what the original Secrets Can Kill book was like. On that note, Corey, do you want to talk about what our next book is going to be? Sure. We've chosen number 43, The Mystery of the 99 Steps. I don't know why I'm holding it up like... Like
1: like they can it- see us. <laughs> <laughs> so I I have no preconceived notions about what this is going to be about. Same. I have no
0: idea what we're going to go into here, but I hope it's a good one. I have no memory of this. I I mean, honestly, I have no memory of reading any of these because I was so young when I did. Mm. But literally no clue, no clue what the contents of this book is. So that's exciting.
1: I think that this is George with her on the cover. It's got to be. Yeah.
0: And then I don't know
1: who's at the top of the staircase. The cover here is Nancy and I assume George going through some doorway and there's 99 steps behind them so i guess they've come down into some super dark basement or something some kind of janky doorway It was like a yeah. splintery piece of wood inches away from george at the top of
0: the stairs is that do we think that's bess or our our bad guy someone who seems to be wearing a dress mm-hmm. it's definitely um or maybe that's a supposed to be some kind of coat or cape
1: <laughs> so i don't know if Bess is keeping watch at the top of the stairs or if she just is not invited to this and that's the bad guy following
0: them down the stairs <laughs> we'll find out we will find out um yeah anything else you want to talk about is related to shadow Ranch?
1: oh lots of things we could talk for hours but okay but you want to leave it there i think that's that's everything off the top of my head okay we should do a rating like five out of five magnifying glasses
0: or what what metric do we want to use magnifying glasses flashlights Hmm, maybe flashlights because that's kind of uh alliterative okay so out of five flashlights how many flashlights would you give this one shadow ranch i would give at least three but probably four out of five flashlights just for the nostalgia's sake the, there was some, you know, some bits of the mystery that I felt were a little bit disjointed, but overall compelling, overall fun to read. Yeah, four out of five flashlights.
1: I think four out of five flashlights. Maybe for the nineteen thirties version, that might be three flashlights for me. But the newer, updated one, that's four flashlights. Yeah, I think.
0: Cool. Okay. Also, we have a question for you, regular Drews out there. If you will visit our social media, our Twitter, and our Instagram tomorrow, we will have a question for you to decode, um, and we would love it if you could, instead of telling us what the question is, answer the question for us and let us know what your, what your answer would be. Thank you for listening to Regular Nancy Drew. Email us at regularnancydrew at gmail.com. If you like this episode, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at drew and Twitter at RegularND. You can also support us on Patreon. Patrons at the $1 level receive early
1: access to each episode as well as weekly bonus content. And to all you Regular Drews out there, thanks for listening.